Hello, this is Leanne and I'm continuing with the series on community. Yesterday we looked at the question, why is community so important? And we saw the answer is that it remains, brotherly love remains, that it is eternal, that it will continue. And so we should prioritize it, we should give ourselves to, to loving our brothers and sisters. Today we're going to be answering the question, well, why is it so hard? I think you'd all agree with me that the love that Jesus calls us to, that brotherly love for one another within the family of God, is incredibly difficult. As I said yesterday, we don't get to choose who our brothers and sisters are. What brings us together is the fact that we have the same father. And so we are a motley crew and we are called to love one another deeply and to have community with one another. But it is so hard. Why is it so hard? And the simple answer is it goes completely against our consumeristic culture. Our culture right now says that you are the center of the world and you have every freedom to do what you want. And you should be able to do whatever you want. Opt in, opt out, cancel last minute, be flaky, be one person one week, be a different person the next week. If you would like something, you should take it grab it and go. I am so aware of this in my kids' lives. They really do believe that everything is is theirs for the taking and that if they desire something, they should be able to have it instantaneously. This is the world that we live in. The word commitment makes us recoil. It is a word that we are uncomfortable with. It is a concept that we struggle to get our heads around. I remember Luke's sermon from a few weeks ago. He kept repeating that word commitment, commitment. And every time he said he repeated it, it was like he was taking air out of our tires, little by little. And that is what it is like. We're living in this world where commitment to one another and relationships to one another is something that is not valued. It is not seen as important. It's it's seen as restrictive, in fact, and, and as a removal of our freedom. But we know that in God's kingdom, everything is upside down. And where we feel like commitment to community would be removing freedom from us and ultimately removing happiness from us, the opposite is actually true. We find the more that we give to one another, the more generous we are with our time, our talents, our efforts, our gifts, the more we encourage one another, build one another up, the more we give, the more we get. We know that God's ways are so contrary to ours. He says that it is more blessed to give than to receive. He also says that if you lose your life, you will find it. And we, I'm sure many of us have experienced this in relationships, those relationships where you give yourself selflessly, you will find that you actually grow in love for the person. As you act towards them in a loving and selfless way, your love for them naturally increases. I think of my kids and how much it costs me to love them and how selfless I need to be to prefer them, to look out for their needs, to be there for them. But as I act in that way towards them, I experience a deepening love for them. Let's look at John chapter 15 to see what Jesus says about the way that we ought to love one another. Chapter 15 verse 12 says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. 
You are my friends if you do what I command you. And here clearly is a commandment. It's not a suggestion. It's not a good idea. Jesus commands us that we would love one another as he has loved us. And we saw yesterday that the attitude of Christ, that we should have the same attitude as that of Christ, where we do not look only to our own interests, but also to the interests of others. That we do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but that in humility we consider others better than ourselves. That is the attitude of Christ. That is the love that Christ is calling us to. A love where we are prepared to lay down our lives for our friends. Now that is really hard to hear. That sounds nearly impossible. And yet we see in that early community described in Acts chapter 2, they seem to have this love for one another. I'm going to read in, from chapter 2 verse 42. It says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. This description of the early church community is one you read it and you, I just, I'm filled with joy. It doesn't seem difficult for them. It doesn't seem hard for them. They seem to joyfully want to be together, to want to go to the temple together, to break bread together. Um, they were listening to the teachings together. They were sharing everything they had it didn't, when you read the scripture, it doesn't sound hard. It sounds like it's just coming as an overflow of what God has done in their lives. That they are so full of joy. It says they receive their food with glad and generous hearts. There's such a sense of joy, of mutuality, of uh, love for one another. That yes, I'm sure there were times that it was really hard. And they they were laying their lives down for one another. But what they received in return was so incredible that it made it worth it. And that is what community should look like. It is hard. It does take commitment. It does take sacrifice. But the joy of those relationships far outweighs the cost. What does that look like in our lives? It means we come together. Right now, during lockdown, we aren't allowed to be with one another in our homes. We, we aren't gathering on Sundays physically but virtually we can be there for one another we can pitch up go to life group join a life group be part of that virtual experience on a Wednesday night even though I'm sure you'd rather climb into bed and have a have an early night those times of pitching up being there for one another learning together listening to teachings together are so important and bring us together as a community we see that they were selling their possessions, they helped one another, they gave to whoever had need. Let's be those who bless one another. If you know of anyone in your community that is in need, come around them, think of ways you can support them, ways that you can spoil them, take the meals, that kind of thing. Let's be a community that when we say we're going to be there, we pitch up, we rock up. I think of Sundays at the moment, 
it's an online Sunday, different to what we've had in the past, but yet being there, talking about the message, even if you have a WhatsApp group with some friends afterwards, being part of the Facebook Live after the meeting, all those things are part of us laying down our lives when we'd rather be sitting by ourselves or doing our own thing, pitching up, even in the virtual way right now, is so encouraging to your brothers and sisters and we can still build community even though physically we can't be around one another and so let us be those who are prepared to lay down our lives for one another and I know that we will experience incredible joy as we do that I'm going to pray for us God loving one another as you have commanded us to is so hard it goes against our selfish nature It goes against our consumeristic culture. I pray that right now in our hearts, you would help us to be able to be selfless with our time, to prefer others, to consider others as better than ourselves, that we'd be those who'd be generous with our time and our energy, that we would pitch up when we say we're going to, that we would take time to encourage each other and spur one another on, as brothers and sisters. Thank you that you are our Father and that we are your children and that you have great things in store for us, that the relationships that you long to see are going to give us such deep satisfaction and joy and you long for us to enjoy that. Won't you help us, Lord? Amen.